Good morning, everybody. It is 8-26, February 27th. And we are ready to get up and we're ready to move. We're ready to pop it off. We're going to get this morning started off on a great, 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 great. We're we going to do it, baby. That's what we're going to do. In Madison, Wisconsin right now, it's 18 degrees Fahrenheit. It's going to be cloudy, 0%, 0% chance of rain. Uh, it's going to be partially cloudy. Tomorrow's going to be sunny, 26 degrees. Saturday, sunny, 40 degrees, low of 33. On Friday, it's going to be low of 8. On Sunday, it's going to be 51 degrees. We're going to get out there with no shirt on, and we're going to rock the day at a low of 34. Monday, 42 degrees, low 28. In hood news, what we care a goddamn about, Deontay Wilder, what is going on, man? You lost your fight to Tyson Fury. Wilder and Fury, too. It was a phenomenal event. In my opinion, it was a class of boxing skill and heart. I'm going to give you my disclaimer. I'm a Wilder fan, and I will remain a Wilder fan. It's kind of like now, it's kind of like being a Bears fan. You Bears fans out there might be a little bit pissed about that, but it's the truth. Man, you took a loss. But what are we going to tell the kids, man? We can't tell the kids what you, your excuses, man. Wilder, baby. You cannot blame the referee. Kenny Bayless, as big as his eyes is, he ain't man. That man saw everything in that ring. He saw you get your ass whooped. That's what he seen. Kenny Bayless, this brother has been calling fights before you was, before your first fight. You need to go have a conversation with your daddy about that. He'll tell you, Kenny Bayless, that man saw me before he saw I saw myself. He don't even need binoculars to see, see into the outer space, not a uh, telescope. Kenny Bayless got two telescopes in his eyes. A phenomenal referee. Now, what are we going to tell our kids, man? We're trying to hold you up as a heavyweight fighter, bro. I ain't telling my kids, don't wear heavy clothes before you go to the <laughs> before you play ball. Boy, put on your thin underwear. They're they, they too heavy. Don't put, don't put on, don't put on the thick ones. No. Uh -uh. No more. No. Don't wear your boxes. Wear your white tighties. Now, my brother. You cannot blame an outfit that you chose as the reason why you didn't have legs. You didn't have legs because you got punched in the face. Legs said, hey, I'm not on this rider right here. I'm not under this is the wrong contract for me. We out. That's why you didn't have no legs because you got punched in the face. You cannot blame your corner for throwing in the towel. He saved your life, bro. I threw in the towel. It's towels. It was 14 billion towels thrown that day. After he punched in your damn ear and we saw that blood come out, people was throwing in towels at the house. One of them just happened to make it to Vegas, wherever you was at the time, getting your ass whooped. Only thing I'm saying is, bro, the man saved your life. Kenny Bayless didn't see nothing wrong with the fight. But for God's sake, he was hoping it would end. You're going on to say that people were saying that you didn't look right. You never look good when you get your ass beat. I will give you your disclaimer. You a bad man. You got the thunder. You got the thunder in both hands. 
but you gotta learn how to work them feet, brother. We love you. This is how we give advice to our people. Not to say that we're not a part of this great nation, but we give advice like this, Wilder. I'm always be your fan, my brother. All I'm saying is to stop all this bull crap, giving up all these sad excuses. Nobody's gonna ride with a heavy shirt. Heavy shirts ain't never got your ass whooped. You chose that outfit. You did that. Your corner, the first fight, I saw the first fight and I was like, Fury whooped your ass. You just knocked him out twice. And when that man got up off that canvas, when he got up off that canvas, he was sleep. Anytime a man can wake himself up, you better start training. The man woke himself up. He said he's the gypsy king. The problem is, is that us as melanated people, we look at Fury and say, hey, he's just a rather regular, regular old Caucasian. He ain't got no heart. Did you check the man's lineage? Did you take the time to see what he went through? Like I said before, Wilder, you got the gift of the thunder, baby. You got the thunder, baby. We want the thunder back on top. But we got to get the feet under, boy. You got to get your feet. Your feet are shaky right now, man. Get your footwork together, man. Get your boxing skills up, man. You always going to have a fan in us. We love you. You don't need to make no excuses, but don't put no excuses out like that. But got kids out here walk around, man. I got. I, I can't wear these shorts. They too damn heavy. Come on, man. You can't do that. But we love you, though, Wilder. I'm gonna get up off of you, bro. We love you, man. Get your stuff together. Get back out, out there and take your title back, my brother. On a side note, I have to give credit where credit is due. Tyson Fury, he won. The fight like a gentleman. The lad, the first fight he lost it, and he conducted himself like a gentleman. He came back. He told you what he was gonna do. He did it. He is a he is an excellent heavyweight champion at this point. We have to give credit where credit is due, and he has a skill level that's unsurpassed of many heavyweight champions of his size. Which with that point made, Wilder, this is your chance to shock the world. This is your chance to put yourself on a pedestal as one of the great heavyweight fighters to come, ever come out of your situation. We riding with you, brother. Stay up, stay live. Now, as the day starts for me, man, I have a few thoughts that I like to share with people, man, as you, as you, as you go about your morning. I just realized that when, when we go to the strip clubs as men, I know I just dropped a heavy one on you. It's like, it's like a, like a four-pound... Four pancakes just fell on your plate. Like, yeah, then I can't eat four pancakes, but I'm just hitting straight up front. But fellas, when we go to the strip clubs, man, this is this is a testament to how ingenious women are. They are magical creatures. 
magical entities, angels. I just realized that their most uh, their most productive money making skill is also very offensive. Do you realize when you go to the strip club or when you watch little Instagram videos, these motherfuckers are shaking their ass in your face? They ain't even saying hi. They just butt cheeks in your face, ass crack in your face. If you break it down to just basic moral concepts, that's very offensive. I see you in the street and I say hi and you shake your ass in my face? Instead of getting highly pissed off, I have to fight an urge to throw a $5 bill at you. A $5 bill. God damn. I wish I had those skills. Just imagine if a man could shake his tip. Just shake his tip for a little tip. You say hi to the man in the street, he just shake his tip. And you throw about $7, $8 dollars at him. That's just kind of, that's how I think. Woman, don't shake your booty in my face. Can you at least say hi first? Can I see the nip so I can match it with the tip so we both can make money? <laughs> my God. Speaking of the tip, everybody, I, I, I'm going to just say this to my black people. I'm just saying I'm going to be just straight up front. What we did to R. Kelly, that was foul. Oh, don't get mad at me. Y'all did that stuff. See, on a national level, you have to think on a national level. We just alienated all our black boys. Because it wasn't about what he did. It's about what people would perceive of our black boys. Now, y'all help predicate an image that black males are rapists as white men get off for rape every, every, every single day. Judges have ruled that if rape only lasts 20 minutes, it ain't really rape at all for a white man. So that, I, that's my political approach to that. But I'm going to get back to what I'm truly talking about. We did our Kelly wrong. We're going to push that aside. But you have to realize, men, black men, white men, whatever, you have to realize that we went through an era of somewhat rapist approach to having sex with these women. Anybody... In the name in the 90s, no. What I'm about to say is true. You with your girl, y'all at the at the at the little spot out on the lookout. You in the back of the car. You done got the skirt up to her stomach. You done pulled the panties off. And she say, you know what? What's next? Are we gonna be in a relationship? Or this is just a thing. I don't want you to think of me as a fling. And as a gentleman, you say, well, baby, we ain't got to do nothing. 
We ain't got to do nothing, nothing that you don't want to do. And she come back with a little smile and she gives you a kiss and she rubs you on the chest. And then what you say? Just let me put the tip in. <laughs> the tip. You know what the tip lead to. So if we take that and apply the, the R. Kelly rule to it, your ass says you going to get 25 years. She didn't ask for the tip. The tip leads to sex. <laughs> I call that the Keltorian era. The Keltorian era. Well, just the tip. How do you explain that away? Uh, uh, your, your honor, man, I really didn't do nothing. I just put the tip in. That's not necessarily sex. That's just the tip. Just, just, just barely, you know. No, brother. We all, we all cross that line with these women. But these women, they held us strong. We had sex. We paid our child support on time. <laughs> and we moved on. Hence me here on the microphone. That's how I think that's how I got here. During the Keltorian era. <laughs> with just a tip. Let me let me just put the tip in there. Just, just no, just a tip. And I wanna sit uh I want to talk to the fellas across the board about something. About knowing when it's time to pass the torch. I'm talking about sports. When you're out there playing basketball with your fellas and you're balling and everything, the time this is when you know it's time for you to stop playing basketball. When you on the court and you the only one calling out all the fouls and the walks, you become official on the court. That's when it's time for you to hang up the sneakers, brother. Cut the knee pads. Burn the jock. Get rid of them Throwback Air Maxes them turn yellow on the bottom because you ain't because they the original Air Maxes. They ain't the throw, they ain't the recycled re-edition came out in 2014. You got them as original 1993 Air Maxes. You had them so long that the air pocket just done cracked and the bottom's all yellow. Got the original tread on it. The original drag black tread that leaves marks on the court. It's time for you to retire. Run up down the court, talk about some travel. Yeah, nigga, you travel. And when your arguments sound like this, that's when you know it's time for you to give up the game. I've been playing this game for 35 years now, man. I ain't know. We talk about sports. We talk, no, we're not talking about a resume. And you deserve to get slapped. If you call a three second call, if you call a three-second call in any pickup game, in any hood, I don't care where you at, church or whatever, you call a three-second call, somebody need to slap the living shit, man. Really? I guess your shorts was heavy that day. <laughs> Reason why you can't run up down the court because your jersey was too heavy. 
You see, see Wilder, man. You see how that, see how stupid that excuse sound. But if you call a three second call, either punch yourself in the face or just walk off the court. Cause we don't need that and pick up basketball. We're not gonna all line up and shoot jump shots so you can catch your breath. I realized it was time for me to quit playing basketball one day when I got in an argument over a travel call. Nobody, if you go watch a pickup game, everybody travels. That's part of shit. That's called the crossover. Because we forget that Allen Iverson totally destroyed a whole perspective of the crossover. You pretty much put the ball on your ear, take two steps, and then run past, and then they say, this is your step. That is a travel, but it looks really good. You see what I'm saying? If you're athletic, it looks good. So you don't call it because you're like, ooh. You know, you want to build a tempo of the game because it's your turn next on the other end of the court. But when your ass is done playing ball, a travel, that move right there, is a travel. And everybody hates your guts when you call it. Because usually when the man come down, he put the ball on his ear and he do that little shk, 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 shk. It's about to get real. And everybody want to see that. He trying to get some ass that night. He trying to put the tip in and you call it travel. Punch yourself in the face. Take off your heavy jersey. <laughs> and get the off the court. Excuse my English, man. I'm sorry. It's too early in the morning for all that. I have a. It's it's Black History Month. And um, first of all, I'm a, I'm gonna be 100 on this one. I'm gonna be 100 on this one. Black folks, you should not be celebrating Black History Month. What the is your goddamn problem? First they told you to be Christians, then they told you wait until the shortest month of the year to celebrate your people. What is wrong with you? I'm going to be ignorant about this. Ignorant, that's a word. Ignorant. Ignorant about this. Come on, man. They done told you to do everything in your life. They told you to rap, but then they put you, jail, put you in jail for your lyrics. They told you to praise God. And be nonviolent, but they're busting your hand, putting shells in your body. Then they're going to tell you, your bitch ass better not think about freedom until February. And you doing this. No, sometimes you got to stand up and just say, I'm just going to be a knucklehead and I'm just going to do me. So that's how I feel about Black History Month. But uh, there are stories out there that are very. Impressive, like the book 12 Years a Slave and the movie 12 Years a Slave. Personally, I didn't pay attention to it because all that's bullshit. I mean, come on, y'all. Only people really like movies like that. It's the latter. The opposite. Melanated people, we it's painful us to, for us to watch that, but they go and they watch those movies and it makes them feel like, you know what? We should make America great again because that shit was hot. That's just my opinion. But let's move on. So 12 years of slave. This is how I related to Black History Month and being into the slaves of the struggle. 
Now, let me say this. I'm not saying that slavery was just a comical relief. I'm not saying slavery was not serious. What I'm saying is, is that now that you're free, honor your slaves by being free. Be free thinkers. That's my point. So let me continue. So February, Black History Month, 12 years a slave. This is how I realized that I related to a slave, slavery. It was like Christmas holiday. I was newly married to my beautiful wife and we were all invited to Chicago. You know, you get the stepdaddy, he got bank, he, he live in a big, nice, beautiful house, big, beautiful family, everybody's invited. We're gonna be staying there for a few days and we packed the car, we putting our best foot forward. We got all our bags together and we drive down to Chicago. We get there, pull up to the big beautiful house. We done made it, that's how we feeling, boy. We done made it, we here now. We're moving on up, yeah, cause it's beautiful, man. Christmas lights, snow, white picket fences. Man, nice cars in the driveway. Big long field, long driveway, beautiful, high, big two-story house. And I'm like, we made it. We own this. So we pull into the driveway. My wife jumps out. She runs in. The door flings open. And it's like the, the Christmas movies you watch where everybody just jump up and ha! jumping she runs in she gets a big old hug and and the doors open and the beautiful lights and the cinnamon cookie smells coming out and turkey and ham and all that just pouring out and it's smelling good and the snow falling real lightly dogs behaving and all that stuff people are smiling grandma's dead your uncle's still alive your cousin done got off he he, he got to visit Everybody's joining and, and happy and, and celebrating. And there I stand at the door with all the bags, about 50 pounds of bag, and I'm dragging dog crates and fragile containers and heavy bags, and, and it's weighing me down, and I got both my shoulders just just pulled down and I'm just waiting and everybody's happy and screaming and oh and crying and hugging and reuniting and I'm standing there with all the luggage like why didn't she help me carry this luggage into this house and I stopped and I looked at the scenery and I realized I'm a slave I just got married into slavery Nobody hugged me. Nobody acknowledged me. I'm just sitting there looking at her celebrate with her family. And then her stepdad looks over at me with a somber look in his face and he just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> Welcome. My Lord. And I realized that for the next 32 hours, just like a slave, I gotta act like I'm happy to be here. I gotta, I gotta feel exuberant when they tell me to get up and wash the dishes. When grandma don't need me to 
pick up her chair and carry it upstairs because she don't want to sit in those hard chairs and say, watch the soap operas together. I got to do that with a smile on my face. I got to laugh at all my wife's corny ass jokes. I got to laugh at her stepmom's corny ass jokes. I got to make everybody feel smarter than me and I can't say anything intelligent because if you do, it's rude. I just realized for 72 hours, I was a slave. So I set my black ass down, got my portions that was allotted to me because if you eat too much around your family, what they going to say, man, that fool ate up all half the damn turkey. Only thing I got was a piece of a turkey. He just, man, he was just in there every, every five minutes. He was in the kitchen. You know how it is. You can't eat like the way you want to eat. And boy, when y'all go to the mall, you better not look at nothing else. Oh, I don't know about him. He he got wandering eyes. So you looking at the goddamn ground as you walk with your family. You was a slave. Better not correct nobody. Especially not one of the females. Oh, yeah. Uh, don't cover. Don't, yes, uh, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Beautiful man beautiful man don't didn't Kobe Bryant pay for the didn't they didn't he play for the Clippers and you're like nah he played for the Lakers I don't know about him he's kind of aggressive he won't let her he won't even let her speak well I mean you just can't say Kobe Bryant played for the Clippers everybody know he played for the Lakers you a slave <laughs> every married man knows this it's not a married man on this earth that can't relate to that. So, that is my Black History Month share. Deontay Wilder, man, one more thing. You gonna say that you wore that outfit for Black History Month. I'm looking at the outfit right now on my screen. Dude, you looking like Skeletor. Skeletor, eh? Come on, man. He, he he blew. That's not Black History Month, bro. Stop the foolishness. You got lights around your eyes and stuff, man. You lost, man. One thing about boxing, everybody know in boxing, you have you could possibly lose. You can never beat up a fighter for losing a fight because he's in there fighting. He's a gladiator. But what you can judge a fighter on as far as being a fan is you use these men to motivate your children. Get in there like Don Deontay Wilder and give him the thunder. Knock that motherfucker out. Daddy, I can't. Why? I got on this starter coat and it's kind of heavy. Man, you better take goddamn. Man, whew. Deontay, man. Keep it 100, y'all. <laughs> you can't blame Black History, but <laughs> in the weight of your clothes the reason why you lost that fight you got punched in the head in the first round you got punched in the ear and your eardrum was busted and, and no man i can't imagine no man recovering from a busted eardrum it was your turn to show your magic you knocked fury out last time that man was asleep he was gone that man woke himself up Gave the devil a high five and finished the fight. 
you got your ear busted and we all threw towels let that be a lesson i hope you can hear me hey y'all that's been the show y'all enjoy y'all morning travel well baby yeah